0: As a people, we are constantly evolving, and part of what influences how we evolve are the conversations we have with ourselves and other people. Welcome to Evolution Space Chats, where we take a moment to tell our stories, to see ourselves in each other, and to grow in dealing with our daily challenges. Hello, this is Evolution Space Chats brought to you by Sowetan. My name is Divinity Hoji. Now, the whole premise that we base the conversations on this podcast is that we see each other in our stories. And the conversation around mental health continues to be a relevant one as we try to normalize the wellness conversation. What is important to know is that we're not alone in this journey. We're not crazy. And today in studio, I've got with me Nomvelo Makanya. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Now, Nomvelo is a South African powerhouse, like literally, guys. She is born and bred in Greytown, Town, KwaZulu-Natal, popularly known as Mvelo Makanya, an actor, singer, social media influencer, and mentor health activist. Nomvelo's passion for entertaining people has enabled her to become an incredible actress. She has since been on ETV Scandal for eight years, playing the role of Olindi Ma. She's also had other performances appearing on television commercials, adverts and quite a number of theater plays. Nomvelo is the founder of a mental health awareness movement named Silent Crisis, a platform which hosts mental health awareness talks in and around Johannesburg, South Africa, in collaboration with expert panelists, including mental health activists, Caregivers, artists, and other professionals. This comes after she spent some time in a psychiatric hospital for depression, bipolar, and anxiety. Quite a mouthful. Mm like you've got a full <laughs> life.
1: <laughs> they say dynamite comes in small, small packages. packages. Right?
0: <laughs> now, I've read your bio and you are really a powerhouse. Many of us have seen you on our screens and we relate with Ulindiwe so much. We've grown up with her and with all of us seeing you in the limelight, many of us feel like we know you and we, you know, entitled to you in a way. <laughs> but who is Nomvelo?
1: Sure. Who is Unomvelo? Um, Unomvelo Makanya uh, is this small little girl <laughs> from. Uh, I'm from KZN. Um, I was born in Greytown. Um, I grew up in Joburg though mm. um, But I'm from KZN I'm an actress by profession um, A mental health activist I feel like you've said so much I feel like <laughs> literally a, everything is you've said is I am, am. <laughs> like, I don't know what more I can say But uh, Are you the only child at home? No, no, no I'm definitely not the only child I'm the eldest, yes Are uh, you? Yes, yes uh, My mother's firstborn. Oh, beautiful um, Yeah, my mother's first born I've got two younger siblings mm-hmm. Usiabonganongoi um, Disha is turning twenty-one this year. To <laughs> say that like so you can't crazy, believe it. <laughs> yeah, I really can't believe it. He's growing so old, um, and um, the youngest one is Umuati. He just turned. How uh, old is it? 11? <laughs> 11. I think mean, he just, yes, he definitely just turned 11. Um, yeah. And then um, I've got two other siblings from my dad's side, mm. who's a year older than me. And we are the same age. But yeah, yeah my mother's firstborn. And
0: how was it growing up? And, you know, I know you mentioned you grew up in Joburg. Mm-hmm. How, wa- how was it growing up?
1: How was your childhood like? How
0: was my childhood? Have you, have you always seen yourself being an actress?
1: I've always seen myself performing. Okay. Um, I've always... Hmm. <laughs> I think even this, I don't know how to describe it. And I think the only way to ever describe, like, my journey, I mm. always say that it's been a calling for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I've always known, oh, I might perform. Uh, might just do sports. You know, I thought I'd do netball. Um, thought I would have been, like, a professional netball player or a professional <laughs> hockey player. With yeah. the heights? <laughs> what Dad, definitely, definitely would have worked out. Centre okay, okay. <laughs> there by, you know, because I need netball, even hockey. Would have definitely okay. would have worked itself out, you know, somehow. Um, but because you know, um, we plan things, but you know, God and our ancestors. They decide, Mm, mm. in all honesty, and I'm truly where I am um, because of them. Sure, 100%
0: hear you. So, now, I mentioned while reading your bio that um, you are the founder of a mental health awareness movement. Yeah. Let's backtrack to how that started. Mm -hmm. But,
1: like... Back to how we... Yes. Why are we even... (laughs) Why are we even doing this? Yes. So, um, I had decided to start Silent Crisis. One, because of what I had personally went through. So in 2016, I got diagnosed with depression, bipolar, and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent quite some time at a queso, uh, it's a psy- 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 psychiatric hospital, <laughs> English. Um, but yeah, I spent some time in a hospital. And um, for me, when I came out, I felt the need that, too, my reason, okay. that I needed to teach. Mm. It was important for me to teach more than anything especially in the black community sure. because we are not having enough conversations about mental health definitely we're not so it's like oh white man disease yes <laughs> oh no <laughs> mm, mm. but in all essence it's just we just need to have the conversation so everyone is just informed
0: true so we can
1: better ourselves so we can heal from all these traumas and Mm. all these things that we have not healed from Mm. you know and in
0: 2016 how did the diagnosis come about
1: i mean i think a lot of like just my high school years i think i've just always known that i just wasn't okay and i guess a lot of the times you always just want to be the strong one the soldier and in and in doing so like we are filling easy into and bottling things in unaware that in the long run it's gonna affect you. So I just knew that like I wasn't okay. And, and but you couldn't
0: explain it guys. Yes, I couldn't explain
1: it. Lindo, yeah. Lindo, yeah. You know, I'm finding times where I'm really crying because everything is so heavy. There are moments where my moods are just all over the place. Mm. Um There's no reasoning for all these things, and I just felt like I needed to just see someone. And, you know, I spoke to my mom about it, and I was like, I'd like to see, like, a psychologist or, you know, just someone to talk to, I guess. Um, And especially now, you know, I'm done with high school, so things are, you know, I have time on my hands, so Mm. can we just, like, figure something out, and... Yeah, we did. For some time I saw my psychologist and after that he decided that he wanted to book me in. Okay, so it, was this from, like, the first visit? No, no, no. This is not. This is, like, weeks. Uh, okay. Yeah, a few weeks in. So you did
0: some sessions? Yeah,
1: so I did a few sessions with him. Uh, I'd been seeing, I've been seeing him for a while. And after that, he was just like, he wants to book me in. He feels as if, like, it's also just going to help me. Okay. And I was open to that. You know, me going to my mom and saying, yo, dude, um... I need help. And her being open to it and us going to the doctor and the doctor saying, hey, here's something else that can help you. I was also open to that. Mm. Like, let's go through the journey um, in order to hear. I mean, I mean, of course, but it's like, what do I have to lose? My life? Mm. You know, Mm. Yeah, so I just felt like, cool, Um, sure, mm-hmm. I was definitely open to it I think my biggest stress was work, because I was opening work uh, in a few days <laughs> and work um, being... Scandal Okay Yeah, work being scandal So I was, open, we, were, we were on a production break, so I was opening work, like, in a, in a few days And that was my biggest stress, but, you know, when I got home, I managed to speak to them And they were also very, very, very supportive mm-hmm. And... Yeah, like what a journey. It sounds like you were
0: really just blessed with people... That were really understanding, that were understanding and supportive, and, supportive and, supportive, and not yeah. judgmental. And I think it was brave even of you to be able to say, "Okay, I need to have this conversation with my mom." And even after your mm. uh, psychologist had recommended what he did, you were able to speak to employers to say,
1: "This is, this is what this is the situation, mm. and I need help." And you know, they were also open to it. So I'm very grateful for it. Honestly, like I don't take that for granted because more than anything, I think the one thing that you know I had taken from hospital that a support structure is one of the most important things when you're going through mental health issues. Mm. To have people that understand, and even if they don't understand, but they just walk it with you—they're there. they there. Mm, that makes just the sense. presence of them being there mm. is more than enough. So I've been—I've been truly blessed. I don't want to lie. I, and I truly what have. What was
0: your experience like once you had been admitted into hospital, and how long did you stay? She. It was.
1: It is different. <laughs> <laughs> how she, different? She, it was so different. It was a nice different. I can't. Explain Explain it. I mean, and when that's I, I like, yeah, because it just felt like you. Uh, well, me as you know, someone that's well known. You're coming into a space where everyone knows who you are. Yes. But no one makes it like it's not like ah, it's obvious. You know, like <laughs> ah, yeah, woo, yeah, woo, yeah. It's just like everyone just welcomes you. It's mm. just like oh, this is who you are. Oh, you're also that girl that's on yes. TV. They understand. We all understand that we're all walking this journey, like, together because we're all going through something. So it was just nice to be accepted for, not because I'm this girl on TV, but to just, like, to be accepted for just me and my mm, issues.
0: Mm. You know, yeah. so that was
1: very, 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 very nice. Um, I remember when I got there, I stayed with the kids because I just jowled, you know. Like, <coughs> it made sense for me. Like, it, it really made sense. Until, uh, until there was this one... Um, one girl, um, who had come in, I think, a week after me, mm. um, and we were like, "Say, yeah, we're the same. Yeah, Unanjabulo and I are the same age." Um, and she came in, and then when she came in, I was like, "Oh, I want to share a room with No So we shared a room. So that was like uh, pretty nice. Uh, okay. um, I was there for three weeks. Okay. Yeah, I was there for like the twenty-one day, uh, the twenty-one day mm. program, um, and. Uh, It was it has its ups and it had it had its ups and downs. I don't wanna lie. It had its ups and downs. You know, some days were good. Um, some days you don't wanna get out of bed. Even, you know, Mm. also the medication is getting to your head. Uh it's just a lot. Like Mm. it's just like it just feels like you're going through a roller coaster of emotions all at once. Mm. It's 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 it's, I can't yeah, I can't describe (laughs) it. But it's literally just everything and your feet you're literally Feeling every single emotion, like it's like you can't run away from it. Like you have to feel it. It's like the meds will make you feel it. You like, you have to, you have in to it. like go through it. Like see the trauma go through it, heal from it, you know, like. It's
0: and that's something that most people run away from, hey?
1: Yeah. We run
0: away from our emotions. We don't want to sit with them and mm. feel them. And we just want to be like, okay, I just want to feel better mm. and I want to get out of mm. this place.
1: Because so it's easy to do that. It's easy mm. to just, like, run away from things than to actually, like, face it. Because mm. facing, it, facing mm. it is hard.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And then when you had started that journey, did you... Uh, go public with it. Like, did you tell? I did a year later. A year later. Uh, a year.
1: I think it was like a year later. I think on my birthday, if I'm not mistaken, and I was just speaking about. I was really just thankful for life that year. I had so much gratitude. Um, I think it was my 21st birthday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think it was. I think a year or a year and a half later, if I'm actually not mistaken. Um, and um yeah I spoke about it because i was i was grateful i was grateful to be alive i was i was grateful to be here i was grateful that i'm present that a year and a half ago it could have been we could have been speaking something 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 different you know but i was just thankful to just be to just be given a second chance and just to to be present and mm, and how was it. that received um a lot of people I I I a lot of people were happy like everyone was just like oh my god you you're also like how like it's just like always <laughs> a shock but I guess it was also very comforting to know that oh I'm not the only one that's yes, going through that yes. and it's okay like relax mm, like mm, relax it's okay we're mm, all going through it mm, just relax that's it so I was very thankful for the reception it was great it was yeah it was a, it was a very yeah and hence why then, silent crisis. You know, I was just like, okay, it just feels like there's a need to, to speak more yes. on mental health. Yes. To teach more mm. on mental health. Because I remember there was a time when I was in hospital, I'd been given a weekend pass because I think I think it was Monsieur Voda. <laughs> if i'm not mistaken <laughs> so i was like ah oh, obviously my, my bro, go, chile, like, everything. My t- <laughs> and i want to go see my family i'm craving mm. that sunday meal so i think i went home for a few hours that sunday um and obviously um, i've got like my hospital bands and whatever so okay decide to walk up um um at home see opposite a school so mm. it was just like a walking distance like there so cool take a walk i'm walking there when i get there um, I don't know I think I had to bala something or whatever and and this lady asks me what are these bands for on my hands and mm. uh, I don't go into detail but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> you know how these old ladies are like you know it's like you know but why like you, it's just like just because you have everything doesn't mean that, like, mm. I can't be, I can't not be going through something. It's just, like, so weird. So, I think that also, for me, like, that situation for me, I, I just felt like, okay, no, no, no. It just feels like we need to be teaching people. Um, yeah, a lot of people are uninformed. About mental health, and this can't be the reception when kids decide to speak on their mental health, or when they try teach um, their parents um, about mental. That can't be the reception. yes. And there's that whole thing.
0: you don't have problems. Yeah, and the problems firstly, that are firstly, causing. Firstly, our
1: parents uh, went through a lot growing up, mm. and. I know a lot of them have not healed mm. a lot of our parents have not healed, so therefore a lot of their teachings towards us mas um was projection mm. Mm. and because they didn't know any they better. Didn't know any
0: better true
1: and having. Going through this journey, because healing is so crazy, like, it's so (laughs) continuous, like, oh my God, when does it end? It doesn't end. It doesn't end, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It actually goes on. (laughs) (laughs) So having gone through this, having going through this journey, it's also understanding that sometimes you can't change what's in the past, but you need to understand it. Mm. That you can't be angry at your parents that they made you go through whatever, They didn't know any better. Mm. Hence why you just need to forgive for you as well to be able to heal. Mm. Mm. Talking about
0: what our parents went through and them not knowing any better. Was that something that you were able to reconcile within yourself? Or Is that something that therapy helped you with? Because I think a a lot of the times it's hard for us to accept that Mm, mm. what could they do? Mm. You know, and they didn't know these things. Mental health was not even like a thing. I mean when I trauma trauma for who trauma how, you know. And I mean I remember when I had the conversation even with my mom and she was like I don't get Mm. it. You know, I was doing the best that I can with what I had Mm. and I was not trying to be malicious in any way for whatever to affect you in the way that it's affected you. So it took me having that conversation and hearing that from her and accepting that to say, okay, now how, how do we all find a way moving mm. forward? So was that something you were able to, yeah, to understand? Most, cer-
1: most certainly, and therapy as well. Like, mm. Yeah, but it's both. It's definitely mm. both uh it's having to understand, like see it for what it is, mm. accept it for what it is, mm. and yeah,
0: yeah, and then speaking about <laughs> the lady that asked you like <laughs> <laughs> um what are some of the myths and misconceptions that you've you found coming out with your story and interacting with different people um that uh, that made you just like Yes, you had the frustration because then you you mm. wanted to start something yeah. that was going to help address the problem and yeah. us having more conversations. But what are some of those things that you just came across and you were like,
1: yeah, the on, one like be, what's you have depressing to do better. Because you're so young. It's just like, as young people, we cannot, de- uh, we cannot be depressed because your parents gave you everything growing mm. up. What depressed are you? mm mm-hmm because your parents feed you, because they do everything for you, what could possibly... Short be- and don't. Like, mm. there's nothing short um, here. So what's the issue exactly? You could have exactly? possibly also maybe gone through things in your own personal life that you felt like you could not speak to anyone else and you bottle that in. Mm. That's trauma on its own. You go through something else, you bottle that in, you go through another, you bottle it in. It's so much trauma mm. that's been caused that, like, it becomes... Yeah. mm Yeah. And
0: so how do you navigate everyday life? Um, How do you find
1: a way to live? How do I find a way how to live? Because it's so tough getting out of bed sometimes. Yes. I always say, I think the one one mantra I've always lived by is that happiness is a choice. Mm. So happiness means a lot of different things. Happiness means one, being able to get out of bed. Mm. You choose to do that. Mm. So, in as much as it gets hard for me, it is important for myself. There's always that little voice at the back of my head that's always like, yo, make the choice. Mm. You need to decide. No one's gonna, there's no knight in shining armor that's gonna come and make it. Better. Better, yes. No one is coming to heal you. Mm. It's all a choice you decide to make. Mm. It's up to you. So I think that's how I've been navigating it. That accepting that, yes, there will be challenges. Yes, times will be tough. But gotta keep pushing have
0: to keep on going gotta keep pushing have to keep on choosing the world doesn't
1: care you gotta keep
0: pushing Mm. and do you think or feel like your journey would be any easier if you are not in the limelight Hmm. has has being in the limelight just made it that
1: more uh, tougher
0: or put any pressure
1: not necessarily i don't think so i Mm. think like the most annoying thing about being in the limelight is the fact that like everyone just has an opinion on everything that you do and like for them, it's okay for them to have that opinion and for them to say anything because you're just supposed to take it because you're, cause you're a public figure. But um, I don't think it's affected me in any sense. Um, no. And not I suppose really. that you've been in the limelight for almost like, all your a decade, life. So <laughs> <laughs> You don't Whole know anything else. else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything else. So no, not really.
0: Yeah, and talking about people that have an opinion yes. and feel <laughs> entitled to have an opinion Olay. on you and your life.
1: <laughs>
0: <dadin>. <laughs> we are still facing the cyberbullying issue. Mm. We are—we still have people mm. that just don't want to learn. That just mm. don't want to come right.
1: That mm. just don't get it. That just
0: don't get it. So you were cyberbullied. Yep. And it happened at a time that you felt was very important in your career, mm. in particular. Mm. Can you t- can you talk us? <sighs> you like
1: it? imagine you imagine like you know this 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 production you've been working for for so long, finally gives you like an A storyline. You kill it. You bring your A B game. game. Come on, designer, like your performer, and then and then and then someone just has an opinion something that has nothing to do with your work Mm. and it's like bro Mm. celebrate my work Mm. Mm. in all honesty that's all you could look at you know so um anyway so for those that do not know um i can't remember what year it was i think 2018 if not 2019. 2019 um um. obviously Scannell had given me my first A storyline ever like so okay, okay. now <laughs> to the layman what's yes. an A storyline what's an A storyline <laughs> so, so there's A B and C you know um, the A storyline is the prominent storyline that you're seeing a lot mm. then there's the B storyline the B storyline okay you're seeing them here and there and then there's the C storylines just the the laughs and the giggles just to keep us laughing and okay. the funny yeah because we have the tragic stuff that is happening like the drama and everything yes. and then there's the b just to keep it and then there's the c just to for just for laughs okay yeah, oh, yeah. That, you get I, think, it. I think that's that's how i can explain it yes. Like i think that's like <laughs> better so now you had gotten yes. a so i just got in my first a storyline um also it's like what a few years out of high school now i've just gotten like yay and we are shooting on location Mm. um they've trusted me with this thing man it's so important and we are shooting late nights early mornings like we are literally giving the story Mm. our all and i think a lot of the times people don't understand that as actors when we perform we are literally naked in front of you Mm. It's literally, it's, 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 it's very disrespectful for you to just have an opinion of me on something that has nothing to do with my work. Personally, that's just how I feel. Mm. But anyways, they gave me the storyline. Uh, we gave it our all. We are wor- I think it was three weeks even, if not a month, shooting that storyline. Mm. We were working tire- tirelessly so cool, Um, exciting times. The story finally comes out uh, the following year. Yes, I think we shot in 2018. It came out in 2019. Okay. So storyline comes out. It's all fun and games. You know, Kumandi, we're watching. Then this Daniel Marthen person um, on Twitter uh, decides to take a picture of um, how my head was angled. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was his TV or the (laughs) angle in the editing that happened on screen or whatever 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 it was you know Mm. but there was that and now it's just like everyone is just laughing and i think at the time also i'm just going through I wasn't okay i think mm. like around that time i just genuinely was not okay um uh when i got out of hof- hospital i also decided to stop taking my meds by the way because okay. i just felt like i needed to be in control i wanted to be in control and you felt like the meds and were the, not and, yes and i that. felt like the meds were not having me in control so okay. i just felt like girl this one Gotta we gotta make it work. Mm. You gotta you gotta fight it. Like so I had decided to get off the meds. So obviously I'm off meds. Um I'm trying to figure out my emotions as well, like, as I'm going. Trying to figure them out, trying to understand them, mm. what they mean. You're off medication and you're reacting like this. What could this mean? You know, like, it's a whole lot of things I'm going through. Yeah, I'm, I, I also could be going through one of my mania episodes, yeah. you know, like, uh, well, with someone that goes through bipolar, you go through episodes as well mm. where... You are literally, an episode could last you, like, a week or two or even longer, mm. you know? So it could have been a time where I was going through that. But at that time, I was not know. okay. Yeah. So I'm going through, like, a whole lot of emotions, man. Um, also, I keep I keep seeing this tweet, like, recurringly, like, in my Twitter mentions. Mm. Uh, it keeps appearing. And I think I ignored it for, like, I think a good two Three, if not like a month, I think. Yeah, not for like two, three weeks, if not like a full month. Um, mm. looking, uh, ignoring it, like going through whatever it is that I was going through at the time, and still, also, it's just like I'm also now going through, em- uh, going through emotions. Utsi, is, is my head what, what they say it is? Mm. Like I'm starting to wow. doubt. How confident I feel in myself, how beautiful I feel in myself, how beautiful I I feel my head is, Mm. you know. Because you'd
0: always felt your head is beautiful. Yes, I've always felt like my head is beautiful. And if you feel
1: my head is big, that's your problem, that's your issue. Mm. And a lot of the times, for me, it's just weird. Like, I don't, I don't understand, I don't get bullying. I really don't get it. Like, why? You're sitting at home right now, and you know that you're bullying someone. Why?
0: And I think it just also shows the the underlying issues that that yeah, person has it feels like they... you're
1: projecting and yes. and it was it was growing up understanding that because I went through a whole lot of not just the cyber bullying um, on social media that everyone had seen, but even in high school, I went through a whole lot of bullying. Where,
0: and was that also around the way that you
1: looked? Um, b- b- around everything. Um, you know um I went to the National School of the Arts for Abraham the um so you know um was very 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 challenging um and uh, I guess when you are such a powerful being, of course people have a problem it's growing up and understanding that now mm. that when you're that powerful, people will have a problem when you 're the chosen one mm. People will have a problem. They will always just be rakas mm, because mm. you're the chosen one. Yeah, People don't like much, it. Uh, yeah. dogs barking at a yes, moving Yes, yes. And there was this one bully. Well, it was always just her. Um, this one time, I just stood up to her in the bathroom because every time we had drama class, she this this is always something she'd always do to all the girls, like in the bathroom. Like everyone would just like come out feeling weird. And this one time, I just stood up to her. Right? And I felt really good about myself. Mm. I felt extremely good about myself. And, and then it came to me. I had a light bulb moment. And it was like... I feel so sad. I, was like, I feel so sorry for her. She's going through a lot. Mm. And the only way she can show emotion is through bullying, bullying us. somebody
0: else, yeah.
1: So it makes her, so it makes her feel, feel better bigger. about herself.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: It's so crazy. But bullying, I don't get it. I, I don't... I. I just don't understand. But I went through all those emotions um, about my head. And I remember at some point I asked my mom no aunt, and I'm like, dude, like, mm. and my mom laughed. <laughs> and Kulu to that extent, for like. <laughs> you know, my mom laughed. <laughs> and honestly, I was hurt then, but I get it now. Like, I probably also would have laughed because it was just like, bro, where's that coming from? Like, what do you mean? Like you've never... And I think my mom laughed because I've never been a child that has never been confident uh, in themselves. I've always been someone that has trusted who they are, has trusted I, I, I am what I say I am, mm. and I believe what I say I am. And I, I guess it just took my mom by by surprise that why are you doubting what yourself? Where does that come from? Where's that coming from? And even when I was explaining, she's like. Dude, my egg. you are beautiful, you know that, it doesn't matter. But I went through all those emotions, and I guess it was just the trigger, man. Like, when I got cyberbullied, it was just the trigger. And people, people are so quick to just type, type, type. And you're unaware how it's going to affect the next person. Mm. You're unaware of what the next person is going through. Mm. It's so unfair. Mm. Mm. It's so unfair, but that also goes to show... How much that person has not healed from whatever traumas. Their own traumas, that. We are going back to now, again, why I want to teach people about mental health in the black communities. Mm. Why we need to have these conversations. Mm. So, yeah, that was really the gist of what happened with that cyberbullying story. And how did you um, come out and come up from that? Um, I, had, I remember going live. I think this was like, I think a month or that third week, if I'm not mistaken, um, after seeing these things for like, you know, um, and it's as if people were expecting me to say something.
0: People were waiting waiting for 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 me
1: to say something. For some reason, the numbers on my live were a lot that day. I was used to getting like 30 people on my live. That mm. day I had like 150 <laughs> people watching my watching my live. So that was like everybody whoa. wanted to know what you going yeah. to say now. Everyone it's just like everyone was waiting on me to say something and I guess just speaking about how bullying like that can affect our, it it, it, it affects our mental health. Mm. If it was anyone else we probably would be speaking a different conversation right now. Mm. Someone who's not as strong as I am. Someone who doesn't understand how certain people think would have probably ended their lives because, ah, oh, people think that of me. And also...
0: Taking that out out of what is happening, you know, there's a storyline. It's big. It's a big deal. And out of that, this is what you. This is what out. you choose to see. Is that what you are reducing? All like we, it's too? a
1: storyline. Also, that's speaking on such an important, important matter. matter. Mm. And this is what you you choose to see. The size of my head. Mm. And I think when the, after that situation, I I asked myself. I was like, why were you upset? Because it was never about you, Nomvelo. It was never about you. How could you possibly allow someone that you don't even know to get to you like that? Mm. That wasn't about you. More than anything, it said so much about who they are. Mm. And funny enough, I bumped into this person um, at Groove sometime. Oh, like Ngambona. Ngambona. Then he tried to call me to try and I was just like, I ain't having that. I'm not dealing, I'm not dealing with any, I, I I don't deal with anything I don't want to deal with. I don't consume energy I don't need to consume. Mm. If it's negative energy, I don't want it. Mm. If it's not good energy, I don't want it. So I was like, no. Would you
0: say then you've invested a lot in putting up certain
1: boundaries? Yes. For for your own sanity. yes, yes. Boundaries are so important. Boundaries bound ba- boundaries boundary. Boundary is my favorite word. <laughs> boundary ba- boundaries boundaries are the best thing I ever learned to learn to do for myself. I love
0: that you say you've learned Yes. you've learned to do it. Yeah. Because then it wasn't just
1: like a I'm Yeah, it wasn't do just this like, and like oh I'm about this. gonna just Yeah, of course. Of course. I've, I've had to learn. I've had to learn. I've had to oh, a situation is not mm-mm, In order for us not to let's just uh You know Stop it right there. Stop it right there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: What is... What comes to mind when we speak about
1: holding up space? When we speak of holding up space, what comes to my mind? I feel standing for what you believe in. Mm -hmm. And no matter what is being thrown at you, you stick through it. That's what I... I think that's the first thing that comes to mind for me when we speak of holding up space. And just... And just being bold in everything that we do, like being the voice of the voiceless. Mm, mm. Mm.
0: And, and just on that point of being the voice of the voiceless, how do we better hold up space for other people that can't hold up space for themselves and that are struggling to actually find their path and find their way and get onto mm. that healing journey? How do we better hold How do we become better humans in holding up space for
1: them? I think we create safe spaces. For ourselves and for them. Okay. I think it's just a matter of creating the the space that we want to be in. Mm. We are the change that we want to see. So we need to make that change. That is true. That is Novello (laughs) (laughs)
0: Makanya. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I really enjoyed this conversation. I did. I did too. (laughs) This podcast is available on Sowetan Live as well as your favorite podcast platform. Till next week. Be part of our community and follow us on our social media platforms. Till we meet again next week. Love and light. Evolution is the key to breaking the cycle of the norm.